Hey, welcome to episode 46 of the Barman and Bevo podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Barman. Mike, how are you tonight? Fantastic, Mike. How are you, Arbivo? How are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm doing just fantastic. Uh, we are recording. Because usually again. I just call you Vendura. That's true. It's either. It's funny I, that I, you I, call me Bevo on the on the show, and that's the only place you call me that. That's the only place I've ever called you Bevo. In fact, I'm probably the one of the original ones that realized that Bevo, the steer from Texas, uh, was your nickname. Yes. Even though it, it's unrelated. It is unrelated. <laughs> um, we're recording remotely again tonight. Uh, it just makes it a little easier for Mike and I with uh, with timing sometimes to do this. So uh, I've got Mike on FaceTime. I can see him. He can see me. Um, let's. All of, my, all of my chins are coming through. <laughs> you got more, ch- <laughs> more chins than a Chinese phone book. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's dive right into uh, some, uh, cycling results and, um, let's insult a whole other nation. <laughs> the world cup's or, not there. Or, it doesn't matter. Or, or nationality. <laughs> or isn't, isn't Trump and, uh, Kim Ung-Jung about to meet? Tomorrow? I, I think, think probably within hours here. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's tomorrow there, right? Yeah. They're 14 hours or so. We could, we could probably get some live coverage of that here on the podcast. Man, what could go wrong? <laughs> It's going to be interesting, that's for sure. Are they um, both going to have pants on during the entire during their entire uh, visit? <laughs> oh, what are the odds? <laughs> you should check Vegas odds on 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 the on the um on that uh is it technically peace talks? I guess it's technically peace peace talks. It's a peace summit, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I saw the schedule had already been tweaked today. Something had changed with the schedule, with so who knows what what they're doing. Um, let's chat about the Criterium. It's finished up on Sunday. The Dauphine, yes. Um, a lot of interesting things came out of the results. Um, who did we have as a winner? Uh, Garrett Thomas ended up winning after. Uh, Kwiatkowski was a leader, and then Moscon was a leader, uh, and then they kind of fell uh, by the wayside, and Garrett Thomas ended up winning. So Team Sky wins the Dauphiné. Uh, I saw, did Adam Yates win the last stage? Uh, either the last or the second to last, yes. Um, he, looked, he, looked really, he, he looked really fit and ready to rock and roll for the tour. It was a seven-stage race, if I'm correct. Six or seven, six stages in a prologue. Yes. My cycling news feed went down for whatever reason. I can't see what I had up before. Oh, there we go. Um, I've been having a little bit of internet uh, issues today. Uh, it's just everything's moved around. Um, oh, no, there were seven. It was uh, eight stages, so seven in a prologue. So I'm wrong. Um, I'll just run through, if I can pull up all the eight. The winners. Um, what was the last one we talked about? Two. Well, the probably two, uh, if not just the just the prologue, maybe. Um, Pascal Ackerman wins stage two from Bora Hansgrohe. Looks like a sprint hack, stage. I don't think hacking uh, city names and um, 
I'm not doing games it. Is, is, I'm not is, doing is, it. Is as important as it used to be. So, um, <laughs> so Ackerman wins stage two. Looks like Impey was in the lead. Um, takes the lead from Kwiatkowski. I, it looks like Kwiatkowski crashed. Uh, I think he just got capped off a little bit towards the end. Uh, no, Kwiatkowski did crash uh, outside of the 3K zone, but was back up and... and oh, so he finished, he probably finished, got the same time as everybody else. Yeah, I think it might have been the time bonus of the winner that actually was what allowed him to to uh, take over the lead. <clears throat> uh, stage three. I uh, clicked on the wrong thing. Stage three. Your winner is a uh, team time a, trial. Yeah, that was the team time trial. So it looks like Sky Sky wins. Yeah, it looks like Sky won pretty easily. By 37 seconds, I put Kwiatkowski back into the yellow jersey. Well, that, you know that Sky team, they just keep reloading. Well, they have the no, most money. No pun intended. <laughs> You got to get your huge inhaler for the side of the road. <laughs> um, anything interesting from that team time trial or is just, I mean, it doesn't look like it. If Sky won by 37 seconds, that's a pretty big margin of victory. It's a big margin of victory. It's, um, uh, but most of the stronger teams were in Switzerland with their stronger teams. And I believe at the Swiss team time trial, uh, Sky was like 10th or 12th or 14th. Um, so just kind of a odd way to it shook out where team, some teams are stronger than others at certain, at certain, at, at certain places. Um, so we go on to stage four. I hope I get this one right. I know this name, Julian Alaphilippe. Yes. From quick step floors. Think, I don't think we hacked that up. No, we didn't. I know. Well, I know some of these names I do know. Um, win stage four. Uh, first mountain day stage man quick step floors continues to impress well they they so because they because they knocked down the number of people in uh in each stage race especially the grand tours by one rider teams have not been able to dual purpose as much mm -hmm. and quick step just doesn't focus on the grand on the uh classics uh, no, they just don't focus on the GC. Um, it's not if they won GC, they'd be happy, but that's not their focus. So it allows them a little bit more room to do what they're doing. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some other teams like Lotto Sadal or UAA, UAE Emirates uh, and take a little bit more of a, a opportunistic uh, stage hunting and um, stage win kind of. Um, program at, at these at these one week stage races or grand tours uh because it seems to be a way more successful thing and it gets you a more notoriety than getting sixth and 11th and 14th in the overall yeah but you know they had that strong spring with all the wins in the classics they had a couple stages they won in the giro another stage here you know how are they looking for the Tour de France. I mean, are they going to possibly win two stages over that three weeks? And which team? Quick Step? Yeah. Well, they have Gavaria. Gavaria is going to win one or two sprint stages alone. 
Alaphilippe is a Frenchman. He's going to win a couple of stages. Um, <clears throat> I believe Gilbert wants to go and some other folks. So they, they, they're going to be a monster to try to hold. To hold. They're going to be a stage monster. Is You know how we've talked, and you've said to me in, in private conversations, that the way that race is going, does that set up better for a team like Quick Step Force? Yes. Yeah, would, definitely. Would they be, if you were to pick all the teams that this that sort of race sets up for, would would they be at the top of the list, or would you still have the movie well, stars have and far, sky? They have, and, no, they have by far more riders that can win um, that can win a race on any given day than any of the other teams. Do do they threaten to win the team competition of that race? No, team competition is 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 having three riders per stage up front. Gotcha. And the quick step would much rather win a stage than win the team. Usually Movistar, uh, Movistar almost always wins the team competition because they usually have one or two up and comers. Uh, they aren't usually going to win GC. Um, so that's what they take home. Uh, so stage four, Alaphilippe wins. You've got uh, Garrett Thomas, Roman Bardet, and Dan Martin out. Just fin- Martin finished second. Uh, Thomas finished third, and Bardet finished fourth yep. on that day. Oh, man, that's a strong, strong field. And Kwiatkowski there, too. Um, right. So Moscone moves into the is it Moscone? Yes, I believe so. Moves into the I, race I lead think, after stage four. I, okay, what? so um, after stage four, Moscone moves into the yellow jersey. Um, let's take a look at the results from stage five. Um, Dan Martin from UAE. Wins. It looks yeah, like it must have been a climb. Day. Must have been a climb. Yeah, there's a couple climbs, and I believe it. Uh, I believe it reproduced one of the stages that's going, they're going to do in the tour, giving them an advantage over some of the other riders that don't that didn't go to the Dauphine. Mm-hmm. Um. So that puts he Dan Martin wins a stage. Um. Attacked with a few kilometers, three kilometers to go. And it looks like Thomas moves into the yellow jersey after that stage. Yeah, I believe Moscon got dropped pretty early. Um, what are the, the, the mountains of the coats? Is that just C O T E? Uh, coats are usually a little smaller than the coals. Okay. Um, yeah, the if I remember if I remember it right, usually, and then it, coats are also, I believe, in a certain part of France where they might speak be more bilingual with with either Germany or Swiss or okay the the that that part of the that part of France. All right, so stage six, you have Pello. Bilbao, Bilbao. Uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. B i l b a o from a Bilbao. I'd say Bilbao. He's probably he's probably 
semi Portuguese, probably Portuguese or um, Basque from the Basque region of Spain. Spanish climber. Yeah, probably a Basque rider. Okay. Hello, Bil- Bilbao. Bilbao. Bilbao Baggins. <laughs> Third um, Thomas finishes 21 seconds back, and he is still, or he's, he's back in the, stays in the lead. Yeah, he looks like he separated himself just a little bit from Dan Martin and Bardet. And then a little bit, and then a few more seconds to Adam Yates and um, some of the other riders. So stage seven, Adam Yates wins. Um, that leaves Thomas as the overall winner of the, the race. And then you have in our notes, because of the stage, because of the win here, you believe, there's stories uh, circulating that within Team Sky, Thomas wants to be the leader at the tour. Well, he announced he was going to be a co-leader at the tour when Chris Froome stuff all came out. So sure. Garrett Thomas is still on the. Uh, he's not working for. He's he's not working for Chris Froome until it's absolutely necessary. Um. Do we have a situation now like last year's tour where Michael Landa is kind of doing his own thing um, and just like at times it drops Froome and has to sit up and wait for him? Uh, it's pretty unlikely that Garrett Thomas would get dropped by Froome in the mountains. No, no, no. Uh, but, it'd be, but, but Garrett Thomas would also take quite a bit of time out of Chris Froome in the time trial. So no, what I'm saying, do you, there were times last year in the mountains – where Landa just dropped Froome, right, and went off on his own, and then you saw that he was told to, "Hey, get back there and help him." Right. Will we see stuff like that from Thomas? No. Okay. The because way you, Garrett, you Garrett said Thomas it the other would, way, though. That's why no, I was Garrett confused. Thomas would beat him in the time trial, so he right. could possibly be in the yellow jersey, and then Froome would actually be attacking Thomas in defense of his last year's victory would be more likely to be way. Okay. Do you, <laughs> how do you see, I see this being just a big mess. Oh, and, and if Movistar brings three riders, this is going to be, this Epic. is going to be bizarro. This is, it's going to be bizarre. Um, that, but like I said earlier, that team sky team looks just loaded again. Well, it doesn't matter how loaded you are. You you have to have the best rider in the tour. Sure. I, I'm just it's it, I I feel like it's going to be super interesting. I feel it'll like it's be interesting. Be, I feel like it's going to be really interesting because I I can see them just like self destructing. It's the most likely that's going to be what happens. If Froome even gets into the Tour de France, so every every time I've seen a team go with like a co a co leader, it just it, it it ends up just being disastrous. Well, that um, yeah, I think you're thinking a little bit more. The they're going to find out what Garrett Thomas is really saying is they're going to find out who's the strongest, right. and then the other one would work for them. So they, saying they're co leaders or like Landa and Quintana are co leaders. Only in the fact that that they're do, being politically correct to the media and speaking clearly about it. 
each one is racing their own race and will have a couple of riders at their disposal to do what they need to do. But the team will be split. I just don't see Froome riding to help anybody. Well, I don't think he has any choice because of his situation with, 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 I'm, I mean, he, he cheated I, or yeah. in, in a way he cheated. And so he has, he has to allow Garrett Thomas his due and give him the opportunity to race his own race. And that's what Garrett Thomas was putting his foot down about when this all came out. Um, on to the Tour de Suisse. Um, we've got three stages in the bag already. It looks like the opening day stage was a team time trial. Um, 18 kilometers. Uh, and our winner looks to be Team BMC. Yeah, I think they went pretty easily, just like Sky did. Um, they won by 18 seconds. Team Team Sunweb, uh, Team Sunweb finished second. Quick Step Floors third. Um, who's on this BMC team? That's I see uh, TJ. They, they have their full their full tour team is that is in Van Avermaet is there. TJ Van Garderen, uh, Joey Roscoff. Their whole tour team is at Switzerland, not the Dauphine. Well, okay. So, like I said, Team Sky was like eleventh or fourteenth or something. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously split. All right. So stage two. It looks like it's a big loop. Uh, 155k. Uh, Switzerland's always a little, yeah. Switzerland's always a little weird. The country isn't that all that large, so a lot of their stages are 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 different. It says it's, it's from Fronfield to Fronfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A large circuit race, start and finish in the same spot. Uh, but similar to how we would do it in the states. Peter Sagan wins stage two. Yep. How many, sta- how many stages is he going to win at the tour this year? Uh, probably just one or possibly two. Just enough to get he'll get all steal all the points in the middle they, of the race. It won't be a, they probably won't be sprint stages. They'll probably be reduced reduced sprint stages. Um. So stage two looks like it is a sprinter's sprint finish. Um. Let's look at today was stage three. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that one. <laughs> uh, Sonny Cabrell. Cabrelli, excuse me. Win stage yeah, three. Looked like he had a good sprint. Uh, some of the other riders were uh, didn't sprint as well. Uh, Might have started a little. It was a reduced sprint. Uh, Michael Matthews uh, bling had another... Had another 80 excuses why he didn't win. Oh. Uh, looks like BMC's got the leader's jersey. Stefan Kung? Yeah, from the team time trial still. And he hasn't lost any time. So, um, And he's got a three-second advantage over teammate Greg Van Avermaet. Yep. Um, so you've got that the rest of the week. It looks like there's four more stages. Yeah, I believe they go till Sunday. Uh, Stage nine. Uh, So your your birthday, June seventeenth. Yep. 
Every, um, uh, every five years, usually my birthday and Father's Day fall, go, uh, fall together. Do we have... I see you put another note in here for uh, cycling news on BMC. Well, uh, I think you saw the article where yes, uh, looks looks like uh, BMC picked uh, Dimension Data uh, back pocket and uh, and signed Deloitte as their as their main sponsor for next season. Uh, my personal opinion is Auschwitz wants to wait to see how Richie Port rides in the Tour de France. Uh, before paying him, I'm sure Osh, uh, everybody that he still wants on the team and is ha- comfortable with their salary, has given a wink, wink, uh, nudge, nudge. Uh, this is going to happen, kind of thing. That's why you haven't seen anyone leave or even any rumblings. And re- honestly, Richie Port's kind of shut up about it, also, which is impressive. I know that's hard for him. Well, I know you, you're you're on. Depending how he does in the tour is going to determine whether he's with that team next year. Well, he's uh, he's already getting paid like he's a Tour de France winner from, and he hasn't really shown it over the last two years. So, um, we have. Are there, is there anything else going on in cycling that we need to talk about before we move on to Atlanta United? And uh, the Froome case has been rolling around still with. Uh, the Tour de France once that settled before the start of the tour. It, but it's not going to happen. No. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, they're just... They're they just want it settled to have it settled, so... Yes. Well, they prefer if Room wasn't at the tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people feel that way. Um, all right, so Atlanta United. We'll move on to Atlanta United. Um, two games last week. Uh, we had a mid midweek game against the Charleston Battery um, in the um, U.S. The Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. Um, it was up in Kennesaw at the uh, Kennesaw State Stadium. Wasn't broadcast, but I did catch the highlights the next day. It oh went, wow, that's cool. Um, Atlanta United wins three nothing. Um, as I predicted, we wouldn't play Almarone. We wouldn't play Joseph Martinez. A few of the other starters were out of the match. We got our first look at Andrew Carlton, the 18-year-old from Atlanta. Um, he scored a beautiful goal from the top of the key in the 14th minute. Um, wow. Barco did play. He scored as well on, I think it looks like a penalty kick. And then Romario Williams, who we've seen a lot more of lately. He's been coming in late in games to... To finish off for Martinez, or um, as we'll talk about here in a minute, it came in late to, to sub in for somebody else on Saturday. Uh, he also had a goal. Um, so the way this works is, so this is a tournament for U.S. teams only. And I did find out what the, um, the other league was. Um, I keep mistaking that, making a mistake with the name of that. Um, I'm just looking it up real quick to make sure. The Charleston Battery plays in the USL. United, Isn't that what I said? United Soccer. I think you might may have said I that. might have said USFL or something or yeah. or NPL. I think I, I kept saying NPSL. NPSL and you you might have said USFL. Um so they're a lower lower division. But the way this tournament works is it goes to a round of 16 now. I looked at, we play, um, 
Chicago next. And it looks like the round of 16, 15 of the teams are MLS teams. <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably have one local team from the other league to beat. And then they get in. And then they get in. Uh, Lamar Hunt. U.S. Open. <clears throat> yeah, so it's like so the, the, the games this week were San Antonio versus FC Dallas. San Antonio must be USL team. Real Salt Lake, Sporting KC, LA Galaxy, Golden State Force. They've got to be USL. Uh, Seattle Sounders, Sacramento, they've got to be USL. Fresno, LAFC, and then Portland, San Jose. Um, it looks like we play Chicago in like two weeks in the round of 16. Um, Louisville and Nashville and Sacramento are the only teams that move forward. Of that 16 from the U.S. USL. Well, that's probably pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be, I think that'd be thought of as a win. Yeah. I mean, well, I know Nashville's an expansion team next year. Oh, really? Or maybe two years. Miami might be next year. I can't remember. And I, I believe Miami's next year. The, I believe Louisville's the, an expansion Beckham, team as well. Beckham's team, Beckham's team is next year. Yeah. Oh, they may do two next year. I'm not 100% sure of that, but I know. Those are the next two coming on. Uh, on to Saturday. Um, you had texted me. The game was already over. I was watching it on delay because I went out and got in a, a solid ride. Right. Um, so Atlanta United at New York City Football Club. Um, you texted me, how did they play? And I said, honestly, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but it's Brad Guzan's best soccer game he's ever played. So we can stop talking about how bad Brad Guzan is. No. Say he has a bad day. No. Because he no. consistently has a bad day. Uh, well, the, not if you're saying that's the best keeper you've seen in years. That's not what I said. Oh. I said it's the best he's played. It's the best I've ever seen him play. You were pretty impressed. You were more impressed than that. I, he made two of the most incredible saves I've seen in the first half. Uh, and and, and if, it were were not good. For, if it were not for him... Atlanta United would have lost that game four to one or five to one easily. Um, So well done, Brad Guzan. I thought you played an amazing game in the second. He took a shot right off the face in the second half. Yeah. Uh, And uh, he he made some key stops and the goal that went in was kind of a fluky goal. It it got deflected twice. uh, And and I don't believe that was on him, but he played a hell of a game. Um, Some of the other notes I had from the game. Gressel made this pass to Martinez. I don't know if you saw the goal. Yeah, over the top where Martinez headed it into the ground to bounce it oh. really over really over the keeper. Yes. Just hit it as hard as he could into the ground. Yep. But the every time Gressel gets the ball and he just he just makes consistent plays or, or consistent passes into the box that are all have a shot of going in. That pass was insane because he put it over one of the defenders onto Martinez's head, and then Martinez finished it just beautifully. Um, Almiron goes down late in the first half and gets subbed out at halftime. Um, it looked like it was a shoulder injury. Um, he didn't come back in. Um, hopefully, he's okay for this weekend. Or, no, I'm sorry, they have a game uh, Wednesday night against Columbus. Yeah, they thought he was pretty doubtful, but they they shouldn't really need him. You know, the 
early in the season. It's a long season. Don't they go till November if they keep playing in the playoffs? Yes, it'll go till October, November. So, yep. Um, did you catch any of the USA France game? I don't watch friendlies. Okay. I thought for sure the USA was going to get just blown the doors blown off of them. Right. Um, where did they? Did they, where did they play? They played in France. Interesting. Um, again, it was a bunch of new guys: Bobby Wood, Julian Green, um, and a bunch of guys I've never really you never really see or you know young younger guys. So getting them in some action. Right. I, th- I think we had two shots in the first half, and one of them went in. Wow. And the goal the Green scored was a nice goal, back to the goal, got his leg around it, kept it low right on the post, and the goalie was just beat. Um, Zach Stefan, who's the goalie for Columbus, um, and he's the kid I've been saying, this kid's the real deal since that playoff game against Atlanta. Right. He played really well in goal. Um, we ended up going up one nothing right before the half and then kind of playing that defensive style just to kind of... Something the United States should not be doing, when, no. especially when you're in a friendly situation. No. Or, or when you might possibly have to play for your World Cup position in a rainy, soggy field in some part of the world where you really don't feel like playing, but you just have to get the job done. And maybe you should try to score another one. Yeah. So they go into a defensive shell. Goal. They gave up a goal with maybe like five minutes left in the game, ten minutes left in the game. It was very late, but I mean, they get they probably got outshot three to one, right? Um, and they didn't really have a lot of opportunities in the second half. They didn't have a lot of opportunities in the first half, but um, all in all, it's a good result for this team to to face a top tier team and come out with a draw. It's just a friendly. I know, but they still started all the guys that are going to start in the World Cup. It's just a friendly. So, I know. But... A, are, are we talking about practice? It wasn't practice. About, it was a friendly. Are we talking about how... how it wasn't a practice. It was a friendly. How your NFL preseason is going to relate to the number of wins, the number of wins you're going to have during the regular season? Is there any statistics on that? The problem, Barm, is we don't have a regular season. <laughs> well, that's our own fault. Agreed. And I'm not I'm not necessarily against people going and playing friendlies and going to France and playing some of the best players in the world. The result just means nothing. If they lost zero to five, I would have the same feeling about whether they tied one one. Okay. You know, better to go for the experience, but we're not talking about results. Okay. Um World Cup starts Thursday. Any wow. any last minute predictions? Well, I don't know. I think we got called out for not knowing what teams are in or not. Well, I mean, I'm going to take Italy in the finals against uh, Ireland. I think that's that's the way to go. <laughs> is, is that two of the teams not in? That's two of the teams not in. Are the Dutch not in? Is that what we got called I, out on? I, I believe that was one of the other teams that we got called out on. Wow. And then what was the other team? I I don't know. I think that might have been all that we didn't know was in. Yeah. I still think it's Argentina. Really? I just got a feeling. 
Oh, man. We'll, we'll find out. There'll be a lot of bad soccer to watch. It's going to be interesting. Like, day one or day two, Spain plays Portugal. Ouch. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> They're in the same group again. Oh, ouch. Uh, I saw this story. We talked about it before we came on the air. Um, there was a, another bribery scandal. A Ghana referee got caught taking a $600 bribe um, in a documentary that's either just came out or is coming out. And a hundred other referees were implicated. It's just what, amazing. Did, did they find the ledger book? I mean, how, how did they pin a hundred people down? Well, I think it was like a, a journalism they, sting operation of what I read. They must have gotten, they must have gotten the books of the bookie. Yeah, maybe. They must have gotten the book. Somebody must have told on somebody that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because otherwise, there'd be no re- there'd be no other way to gather that many people at one time unless you had the book. Right. Well, a hundred a hundred of, uh, officials of the Ghana Football Association, referees and officials were were caught taking bribes, and then the Ghana Football Association has been dissolved. Wow. But they're uh, in the World Cup. I believe they are. Oh. Are I we going to that one are. up too? Oh, we can look at it right now. Ghana did not make it. Uh, Nigeria okay. did. Morocco's in. Because uh, I think Ghana beat us, beat us out of the World Cup. Um, Maybe. Once, I, I think... Once in in round play, and then the other one in knockout stage, the fo- the following year. Yeah, I want to say we we were in maybe South Africa. We played them. I think so. We it was if I remember correctly, it was maybe a one one tie. No, I don't think so. I think it was two nil. Maybe uh, who knows? It was eight ten years I think ago. The midfielder, ago. the defenseman, came up lame like in the beginning of the as the game, like five minutes after the game started, and just. Just, I mean, the the Ghana player just just ran past him and mm-hmm. scored. It was awful. Um, is there anything else we need to talk about with regards to world football? Not that comes to my mind. Okay, so over the weekend we had three consecutive days where three teams became, or there were three championships handed out. Oh, three championships in three days. Yes. I'll start with the last one. Because to me, it's the most important one. What? Hockey? No. <laughs> Justify. Oh, your horse? Wow. But, but you didn't He's... use it for the pet, the Bevo. I was going to take the field. Uh, uh, the, all the other eight? Yeah. There's a reason I didn't take it, and there's a reason that Bevo's 2-0 and and bet, bet with Bevo. Woo! <laughs> we'll get to that in a few minutes. Bet with Bevo, you know you're going to make some money. Um, so Justify wins the Triple Crown at Belmont Stakes. Did you see what horse finished second? I did not. Gronkowski. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. And Gronk was on hand. <laughs> does he have a part ownership in that? I believe he does. Um, yeah. Gronk was in last at one point, too. That was the best part. Oh, only nine horses. That's not yeah. all that bad in a mile and a half. Um, but it was wire to wire. Um, he kind of had, what happened was there was a second, they had a second horse in the race. 
Baffert. Well, Baffert did. Well, ba- sometimes Baffert had three or he might even had a, had four horses. In so he had time. like the eight or nine horse. And when they made the break, they were both out in front. And you could tell he was blocking. <laughs> it was <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, uh, what were you going to say? Uh, I just went back through and took looked at some notes. It looks like we might have mentioned that Chile might win the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the stupido meme came up in the, the bottom of that one. Oh, well. Um, oh, well. So it's our second Triple Crown in four years. Yes. And the one prior to that was, what, 77? Uh, might have been 30 years. Yeah. I think it had been a while since the 80s. I think late. I think it was the one right after Secretariat or a couple after Secretariat. Yeah, affirmed. Yeah. Um, the day before that, we get the four game sweep from Golden State. Uh, the Warriors win their third championship in four years. Right. Now we get. To, now we get to the interesting part. Where is LeBron James going next? We are not talking. We haven't talked, barely talked about NBA all all year. We're I'm ready to talk, talk about, about the decision part two. No, he's not going to do anything like that. Want to bet? The usual. The usual. You want to bet where he's going? I'm just saying he's going. He's going to leave Cleveland. Yes. And where's he going to go? Uh, I believe it's going to be one of three destinations. The L.A. Lakers. Well, well, don't don't limit it down too much, Mike. Don't or Bebo, don't. Why would don't hurt yourself? That's like the I think the least. <laughs> I've the been Lakers saying for months the it's the Lakers. Lakers. Right, but I don't know if he can deal with Ball. Lavar Ball. Well, he can get Lavar Ball traded. Lamar Ball. If he can get, <laughs> if he can get, if he can get a coach fired and a general manager leaves, then he's not going to have any problem getting rid of some. Some kid that barely belongs in the NBA, almost. So I, I am now a big fan of Stephen A. Smith. He pulled, what? A, he pulled a Jim Rome. Oh, he got uh, who's, he had, who's kid, kid he had, did he get under? He had Lavar Ball on his show, and he consistently kept calling him Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, and, and well, he, it was on uh, Skype or something. He and he goes. Steven, you know my name is LeVar. He goes, okay, Lamar. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I firmly, I think it's, it's the Lakers, but it could be the Celtics or the Rockets. It makes more sense for him to go somewhere in the East if he wants to win a championship. True. Um, but I don't, I don't know what he's going to do. No, I don't think anybody, I don't think he knows what he's going to do yet. Well, that's why I was wondering why you were all up about ready to, uh, ready to start betting. I just th- well, I I I thought you were gonna let me bet if he's gonna leave Cleveland. Oh no, I'm, no, <laughs> nice try. Um, Stanley Cup is over in five games. Washington Capitals win their first Stanley Cup. Good for Alex Ovechkin. I'll take back everything bad I ever said about him not being able to win a championship. Well, you have to. He won one. Good for him, man. He did it. I didn't think he had it in him. Um, and uh, we'll give uh, Scott Patton a congratulations, even though he only watched six hockey games this year. Uh, maybe. I think he. I don't think he came on board until after the win in Tampa Bay. Yes. Uh, 
that might have been 44 games into the season. Might have been the 44th day after New Year's. Might have been the 44 most likely times that a Vetchkin folds that didn't. Who knows how, how many 44s you could have. He said that was his racing number too. I think he texted. Yeah, him. that's our that's our deal. That's his DOV number that we that we hold for him. Well, congrats, Scott. I hope it's the last one you win for another forty-four years. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, we're on to bet with Bevo. Bet with Bevo. Bet with Bevo. It's time. It's time. Um. Bevo is two and out, two and zero on the year. And oh, I got to bring this up because I don't think we talked about it last week. There's been another yes. confirmation, con- confirmed character in Top Gun Two. Uh, yes, the Iceman is back. Uh, can he still act? Val Kilmer's been spotted in the hotel in San Diego. <laughs> uh, I, I, didn't he like get like he ballooned up? Didn't he? he? Doesn't he have like stage fright or something? Like he can't act any longer? No, I believe he ballooned up. Oh. He got big? <laughs> he got big. But I hopefully Iceman slimmed down. <laughs> uh all right, bet with Bifo. Um 2 and 0. Last week the bet was Portland over Colorado straight up. Portland won. Oh wait, that's the week before. I'm sorry. Uh the bet was I believe Philadelphia over no, New England over Philadelphia. Was this the second bet of the week after the first game got canceled? Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it got canceled and I didn't even know about it. <laughs> and uh, thanks, Steve Hill, for mentioning that to me and, and let me know, hey, how can you bet on a game if it doesn't exist? <laughs> um, so I, I pulled one out of the hat and, and found a, a gem. New England on the road in Philadelphia, or uh, Philly in New England, and New England won two nothing. Uh, they cover ten dollars pays ten dollars. <laughs> ten dollars. So you walked in with ten, and you leave with twenty. That's right. All right, this one's interesting. We're going with a spread this week. It's Uruguay against Egypt. Uruguay is favored by one. We're taking Uruguay. If you bet ten dollars, you win eleven fifty. Man, those that that that's not much. I don't well, like that. Really? Is that even worth it? That's good odds. Normally, you got so to bet. Normally, so you have Uruguay to bet eleven. Uruguay has to at least score two goals. And, yeah, but and, and win. Egypt's and, potential. Egypt's potentially out. No, if if they win one nothing, it's a push. It's a push. Okay. Okay. So if they win gotcha. one nothing, it's a push. Egypt's best player, Mo Salah, got hurt in the uh, UEFA finals. And he's doubtful for the game right now. He did travel with the team, but they don't believe he's going to play in this game. So, um, normally if you bet the favorite, it's it's bet 11 to win 10. This one's bet 10 to win 11.50. Man, seems like you have a better chance with NFL football or... If there were NFL games to bet on, we'd be betting on them. <laughs> hey, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, this is tight money over here. I had, I had fifty on ten. Isn't, isn't? I had three other games, me. and I decided this was the best of the three. <laughs> the other three games were were MLS games too, and one of them was Atlanta. Surprised you didn't pull some cricket match or something. 
I don't know enough about betting on cricket to, to bet on cricket. I understand well, I the, think, rules, the rules of cricket, but I don't know how to bet on it. Well, I think I, I don't think you're allowed to bet on cricket because they've had so many uh, fixing, <laughs> uh, fixing, uh, proven fixes that have gone on that Vegas doesn't even let, allow gambling on cricket. Well, here's the other thing: you can bet on a cricket match and it's not over for five days. That's I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I don't know either. So. Um, the other games I was thinking about was New York Red Bulls minus one over Seattle. Um, it's a bitch that, that one scares me a little bit there. So, uh, Atlanta plus a ha- favorite. So if Atlanta just won against Columbus Wednesday night, they, but it's the odds are, so you'd have to bet twelve fifty to win 10. Yeah, that's, that's bad. And then New England on the road in San Jose is a pick it's even money, so 10 pays 10. But I like wow. this Uruguay one a little bit better. All right. Especially if Mo Salah's not playing. If Mo Salah's not in, you're, it, I think we're okay. Unless something crazy it? happens. Mo, Mo Salah, Mo Salah? It's Mohamed uh, Salah, is, I believe his full yeah. name. So. Mohamed, Mohamed to Mohamed, to yes. Mohamed to Mohamed. <laughs> to Mohamed to Mohamed to uh, we got a late entry last week for S. Barman and Bevo any, anything, so it's a carryover from this week. Well, that's we good, because we didn't get anything this week, so. Well, I, I reached out to uh, Nick Luther, and he said, no, we'll just run with last week's questions. But we didn't we are, did have a conversation. Are we going to have to have an ad when F1 coverage to our Euro-style uh, podcast? I don't know if I can sit through an F1 race. It's awful. I could bring I could bring my boss in to do it. He watches it every week. Does he? Yeah, he loves it. Well, he's, I mean, he's. English South African. No. Um, Barman, if you had to drink a light beer for the rest of your life, which would it be? It'd have to be Miller Light. Really? Uh, yeah, L I T. Yeah. Long Island Ice Tea. L I T. Oh. Um, mine would be Labatt Blue Light. Fine really? Canadian lager. Oh, well, I'm very proud to mention that I've never had that. So, really, not that I know of. Oh, I'll have to pick some up for the next live broadcast. I think we we had some Leblat ice one time, like when you were golfing for your bachelor party, and that was pretty bad on its own. So, no, Leblat's delicious. Uh, I'd take PBR over Leblat. You're nuts. PBR is good. I love PBR, but Leblat Blue is one of my favorite beers. I'll have to go pick up a couple six packs this week at uh, <laughs> at uh, Total Wine. Um, if you had to drink one craft beer the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, well, especially during the summertime, I like the uh, Orpheus at Atlanta, the sour the sour beer. Ugh. Sour? Yeah, it's. A, I like that refreshing. Well, remember I. Used uh. to, Remember when I bartend, I used to mix uh, cranberry juice and sour mix together and make uh, like a little refresher. Yeah, give me a little, give me Maybe a little cranberry zing. lemonade. Yeah, give me a little zing. Um, for you, Bebo. You know, I'm not, I'm not a huge craft beer fan anymore. Not as much as I used to be. Um, you know, I've got some Tropicalia downstairs, but even that, I can only have like one of those. And for me, it's got to be ice cold also. Yeah. I'd probably go with, you know, what I have that I like was, um, I had it, I cooked a corned beef in it. It's a porter. Um, 
What's that brewery up in in um, near Milton? The Jekyll? No, that's in Alpharetta. Right. Crap. It's called Alpharetta it's called near... Stark. No, it's Cherry Street. The, the brewery's in Milton. It, Cherry Street's Milton's in Cumming. Like Milton's like two square miles. Give me one second. It's so. I mean, I have like a couple cans of it left, but um. Interesting. Uh, what the hell is it called? Reformation. Oh, Reformation. Yeah, they do a good job. So toasted porter, that's good. Um, it'd either be that or or uh, red brick um, laughing skull. Nice basic beer. Yeah, I mean. Hard to find for usually. me. For me, it's like I drink Miller Lite, PBR, Guinness, or Labatt Blue. So I don't drink a lot of um, crap brews. But if I was going to drink one, it'd probably be Laughing Skull, just because it's a a nice blended ale. It's got some good flavor to it. So, um, all right. So that does it for episode forty six. Um, We've got Atlanta United coming up again Wednesday night against Columbus. I believe they play over the weekend as well. Um, we're kind of at a we've got the Tour de Suisse and then really nothing for cycling for a few weeks, right? Yeah, it's all lead up to Tour de. Well, there's actually national championships. <coughs> Every country's national championships is usually the third week in June, I believe. Okay, which is two which is two weeks before the Tour de France, including okay. the United States national championships is actually in Knoxville. Tennessee. Okay. So it should be pretty cool. We've got um, state championships down at the DLV this weekend, right? Yeah, I was hoping you could make it down for a little announcing uh, action on Saturday afternoon. I just got to check with Jess, but I think it's possible. Uh, Bebo's, in, I, Bebo's at the helm. Oh, it's just me by myself? Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> it's, just you, it's just you and I. If you don't come, it's just me. Oh, okay. Well, at least if I, I've got you, are you refereeing or announcing? Uh, I'm technically the promoter, oh, so good. yeah. So I have to go between. I have to go between the roles. Okay. Um. Do we need to promote anything else? Mm, I think we're good. Georgia Tech cycling uh, out for the summer. Dick Lane Velodrome, other than state championships. No. Okay. Nothing uh, really um, going on this summer. What about Michaela Shafreza? Who? Michaela, he's, he's your buddy. I don't know when you guys are starting your podcast. <laughs> he doesn't Bevo. think very highly of Mr. Bevo. <laughs> <laughs> he does give you more crap than he gives me because I make more mistakes. Oh, you do more talking. Well, I have a feeling he's not listening anymore. <laughs> mm, well, you never know. We'll find out. We'll find out in a couple of days. Eventually, we'll figure out who this when is. When that troll crawls out from underneath his rock. Yeah. So. We have to do, we have to do something extraordinary to get him to expose himself. I don't want anyone exposing themselves on this show, or their, <laughs> or themselves. <laughs> yeah. So just so he knows, we know there's no listener in Italy. <laughs> um, he says he's Italian. He might be, but he's not in Italy. Oh no, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, we know there's somebody in Germany who's downloaded two episodes, but that's it. That's it. That's it. I no wonder who else. that is. Uh, that's. I think it's him. If 
if this guy is over in Europe, but he's listened to more than two episodes. Seems like it. So is he listening on Twitter where he follows us, which might be the case, but that's a little weird. It is a little weird. Um, he's not following us on, on, on Facebook. So who knows? Right. Um, all right. So episode 46. Maybe because you have to use your real name on Facebook. No, you don't. Uh, it'd have to be pretty close or some. You, you just have to create get, a fake email address to go with it. Well, usually you get tagged or blocked or one of the others with Facebook more than Twitter. Well, I believe this is a, a fake account. <laughs> no. I'm firmly in the corner that this is Brian Conley or somebody. Mm. Or I was thinking it might be Brick Dangerblade screwing with us. Oh, no, he wouldn't do it. <laughs> he wouldn't do anything like that. No, that's way this is way way too sophisticated for Brick Dangerblade. But it's I actually thought at one point it might be Scott Patton screwing with us. I, I did too. I, I had him well originally I think my comments were Nuziata or Patton, but uh I don't think it's either of those two. Because they they wouldn't have been able to hold it in this long. They right. would have they would have just unloaded after the first couple of times we started talking about Michaela. <laughs> All right, so episode 46 in the books uh, will be announcing down at the DLV this weekend. That should be Sweet. interesting. Um, Thank you. We're going to come back next Monday? Uh, yeah, probably either Sunday night or Monday. When are we going to finish Wing Bracket? Oh. Well, I try. I know you're Memorial swamped Day. over the next couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, well, I actually do have a couple of Sundays. Uh, well, uh, it's my birthday and Father's Day this Sunday. Um, but I'm not really doing anything. But I'd rather knock the four out. We only have four left, right? Correct. Yeah, so we can knock them all out in one day, one Sunday. And they're probably all relatively a, close to each other, too. Yeah, probably one week from this Sunday. I think it's the 24th. Okay. Or the 23rd. I, I think we should be able to knock I can't do out. it that day. That's fine. Um, I've got to go down to the Marriott Marquis for a uh, show. Uh, gotcha. So it's hard to if we don't have a Friday or Saturday with me being at Starbucks. Yeah, it's hard to do. It would be hard to hit all the places on one weeknight. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that does it for episode forty-six. Um, you know, we've got our social media set up. So Facebook, Barman and Bevo Podcast, Michael Barman, Michael Vandura, um, Twitter at Barman the letter N Bevo Pod. Um, Barman's Twitter is at underscore coach Barman. Mine's at Bevo eight, seven, seven, one. Um, I won't give you your LinkedIn shout out this week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you can download our episodes on Podbean on, uh, Apple, iTunes, pod podcasts, uh, Stitcher. I think we're still on Google play. Oh, are we? I don't know. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. We'll find. We'll find out. We'll find out probably tomorrow morning. <laughs> we'll just put it. Put it on Twitter somehow. Can we put it? Can we link link the Podbean to Twitter? That should yeah. be enough. Okay. Well, the the podcast gets dropped on there anyway. So, um, remember, we've got to ask Barman and Bevo anything. We'll take those questions anytime you want to send them over. Heck yeah. Um, and if you're in the gambling mood. You want to get on this freight train that's rolling forward. Put it all on Bevo. Put it all on Uruguay. <laughs> I believe they play Thursday <laughs> or Friday. Oh, Load geez. up.
Oh, geez. I wonder if the FBI is ever going to come around and wonder how we get this information. It's all stored in the crazy mind of Bevo. <laughs> he spends about a half an hour researching these games and comes up with something mm-hmm. for you. <laughs> and he doesn't, he doesn't know how he does it. <laughs> wow. Okay, so that does it for episode 46. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Just a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way Ah.